I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you talking to me? Sorry. Aria talking to me. Ast thou talking to moi? Ah, real monsters. Ah, sexy lady. Welcome to Aria talking to me, a Game of Thrones podcast. My name's Ben Vanell. Are you talking to me? Well, you might be talking to the other person in the room. Adam Knox. And if you're talking to me... Thanks for your interest. Mm. Uh, I'll happily answer any questions. Okay. Why did you do it? Look, uh, everyone in this business overreacts sometimes, not to downplay or anything, but it happens. It's part of the process, and that's what happens. Brutal. Brutal stuff. Yeah. I I, I know this isn't an Arrested Development podcast. Yes. I know it easily could have been, because it's a show that I loved. I know. I'm kind of a little bit weird about watching the next one like yeah not because i'm like oh i shouldn't morally or anything mm. but because the stuff about all you know the weirdness with that cast has kind of soured it a little for me yep. because the whole thing was them all interacting yeah and if they all secretly hate each other yes you know it's yeah. like uh ryan gosling and what's her name rachel mcadams oh yeah in the notebook apparently yeah. hated each other oh really i didn't know that yeah wow. so that ruined that spoils that there's another one where it's like Meg Ryan and somebody. Tom Hanks? Surely no no one would not get along with Tom Hanks. No, I can't remember. I watched Castaway last night. Yeah, again. you mentioned to me. Oh, Fuck, yeah. that is a good movie. So, yeah, I've never seen it. I oh, what? I'm a big Hanks man. Fuck. I just, I don't know. I just missed it. Oh, this is Pete. This is Hanks in his prime. Yeah, yeah. That decade that he had from mm-hmm. like 91 to 2000 is the best film decade that any actor has ever had. Yeah, I'd be interested to to counter that. I think I think De Niro probably has a 10 decade, 10 decade. <laughs> <laughs> a 10 year period that I'd put up against it but like 73 to 83 or something yeah. when, whenever taxi driver was until Yeah. Raging Bulls in there, Godfather 2's in there. Good Goodfellas. Deer Hunter. De- Goodfellas is like 90. Oh, yeah, it is too, because Dances with Wolves being yeah. at the Oscars. Yeah. De- Goodfellas is in his Analyze This Decade. Yeah, which- right. Which it's like, hey, you put Goodfellas in there, maybe it makes up for Analyze This. <laughs> it's that good. It's Meet the Fellas. Fockers is in there as well, though, or Meet the <laughs> yeah. Parrot, like, I don't know. So you're saying like Rocky from- and Bullwinkle. It has to be like 90 to 99. Uh, well, Castaway is two thousand. So even, but even then, Hank right. still had a fucking hell of a decade. Yeah, and some people say the decade starts in ninety one and ends in two thousand. Right. Yeah. Which I don't really agree with. I think for this purpose, I would disagree with you. Yeah. In terms of like calendar rules, I think they're right. But yeah. Yeah, uh, but it's De Niro would be up there. I can't mm. think of many. Maybe Pesci. 
Right, like eighties Pesci. Yeah, sure. Because he's got like what lethal weapons in there at some yeah. point as well. Goodfellas as well. Yeah. Casino's like ninety five though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Kit, Kit Harrington. <laughs> Both tried to think of the worst actor in Game of Thrones. Uh, that movie where he's a spy. Is he a spy in a movie? Yeah, I don't, I've never seen it. I think it's an adaptation of a British TV show, Spooks. Oh, okay. It might just have the same name. Right. Um, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. <laughs> he was in, uh, oh, what was it called? The one with Andy Samberg where they played... Uh, tennis players. Oh, which was good. Battle of the Sexes. No. Uh, Mac and Row. You're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was good. It was. It had like Will. It was a good comedy thing. But uh, yeah, he's not a good actor, and that's why we both said him. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I don't know. There's a couple of others in Game of Thrones who like when there's a bad actor in it, mm. it sticks out more because they're surrounded by a hell of an ensemble. Yeah, agreed. But agreed. there's not too many who I w- You know what? I'm not a massive fan of. I can't remember a name, but Brienne and Silver Stormtrooper, Gwendolyn Christie. Gwendolyn Christie. I'm yeah. not sure if I'm into her. I think she plays the role well. And I've only seen her as Silver Stormtrooper. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, true. I've I and yeah, Silver Storm. You know what? Mm. This is Peter Dinklage's best role. Mm. I think Peter Dinklage in almost everything else I've seen in him him in. He's doing a weird accent that he doesn't need to be putting on in <laughs> yes. every other thing. Like yeah. he, I don't know if we've talked about this on here. I think just off air. <laughs> but him like showing up on set, being like, "Here we go, I've got my character." Hello, but here we go. <laughs> yeah. And the director having to be like, "Ah, oh, fuck, he's doing a voice." Well, he's American, right? Yeah. He can't do a British accent entirely convincing. No, but he keeps trying to do them in movies. Yeah. In yeah. in the, the Avengers. In, yeah, Infinity War. Yeah, he, he was he was bad. He was oh man. Bad. He's good in In Bruges. Also, definitely the worst special effect in that movie. Really looks like he was standing in front of a green screen. Yeah, yeah, agreed. We can do an Avengers podcast as well. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, this this television show that this podcast is about, The Game of Thrones. Yes. uh, An okay episode this week. Uh, Certainly in comparison to the previous two, a lot better. A lot better, yeah. Some stuff happens uh, in this season two, episode eight, The Prince of Winterfell. Yes. Uh, So we open up. Just to get into it, with uh, Yara Greyjoy riding into Winterfell, which Theon has since captured. Yep. Uh, and she, like, he looks back to being the little tiny baby man that he is. Totally, totally. He he had, like, I, didn't, I don't even know how long it's been, a couple of days, kind of the how long? style. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, or, like, he had, like, that, yeah, two-day two, two day window of feeling like a big man. Mm. And immediately he's like, oh, that's right. Someone who knows me and knows that I'm a shithead is here and I'm back into the context I should have been in. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of, even though he was trying to act like a big man, he's still, all behind the eyes, you can see just this boyish terror. Totally. In the back of his sure. face. Yeah. All of his actions were like, God, I hope this makes people respect me because yeah. I don't respect myself. <laughs> totally. Uh, so yeah, she rides in and then settles up in the uh, in the great hall. Yep, there, which very dim, mm-hmm. very dim looking. Mm-hmm. I being inside in medieval times, I I, I I was I was watching this episode with my girlfriend. I was like, man, it would have been so dim inside all the time, so dingy and dark during medieval times. And she just went, ugh, candles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they would have had to light a lot of candles, but yeah, being a candle maker back in the day. Oh yeah. A butcher or a baker. 
the only three jobs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's got her feet up on the table all confidently mm-hmm. and basically has a go at him about every decision he's made since he's gotten there. Totally, totally. Because the, the, the boys... You know, they the the boys are hanging from the thing, and she's like, "Oh, okay, you killed a couple of kids. Good for you. Which one was the hardest to kill, the cripple or the six year old?" He's like, "Oh, well, actually, the six year old." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got like he ran away a little. He bit. ran a bit where he the kids like to run. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, like taking Winterfell. She's like, "Well, how are you going to keep it? Like you've got you got no one here." Yeah. She, she brought some men, but they're her men. She's not. She's not staying there as well. She makes very clear. Yeah, she does. She's not into what he's done to the point of thinking that he is the dumbest cunt alive. Great. She had some good lines in this scene. She did. A lot of cunts in this one. Yes. There's a number of cunts. Yes. Yeah. From uh, coming from Theon. Her. <laughs> but yeah, she 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 throws out like seven in this scene. And then I think Cersei says a couple later on. Yeah, yes, I think you're right. Yes, yes. Uh, which I love. I'm keeping a cunt counter. <laughs> a cunt. A, a counter, yeah, yes. I guess is the easiest <laughs> way to say it. But uh, yeah, she kind of just goes like, what's even the point of having here? Yeah. We're sea people. We take what we want, sure, so take it. But then like, you want to set up and play castle? Yeah. Fuck you. And the moment anyone comes back to take it, you're dead. Yeah. And she does seem to be genuinely a little bit concerned about his well-being. Yeah, she has that moment where she tells everyone to leave and she's like, look, you're my baby brother and, you know, like you're an annoying little kid, but I remember when you were that annoying little kid, I was the one who could calm you down. Just, you know, try and take on my advice, please, for your own good. You're the dumbest cunt in my family, (laughs) so I do care about you, but you make your own decisions, don't die away from the sea. Yes, Really love the sea, these people. The sea bomb. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, I can't do one. <laughs> That's okay. The drowning in pussy, pussy god. god. No, okay. no. <laughs> I just described myself. God. Then we go up to the north and, uh, the real dumbest cunt in the world, yes. the Lord of Bones, is standing there. <laughs> yeah. This idiot. Yeah. He's covered himself in bones and mm-hmm. clearly has made people call him the Lord of Bones. That's it. He's like a, like a medieval motocross rider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Monster Energy Mead yes. was a thing here, he would be so into it. But the Lord yes. of Bones is like, uh, they they bring Jon Snow to him. He's like, we've already got one crow and a million bones. Yes. Why do we need another crow? And eventually, um, Egret's like, hey, this guy's Ned Stark. Some men's raider's going to want to see him. Yeah. It's like, fine. I'm covered in bones. <laughs> I must smell terrible. Oh God, yeah. Um, yeah. This guy clearly just a bit player. Mm. A little, little bit, a little bit of character. Um, probably something more in the book. Uh, uh, books. Book. Yeah. In the book, it actually goes into who each bone was from. Yes. So he's actually pretty interesting yeah, in the book. Yeah. The Lord of Bones. Lord of Bones. And he's managed to find a skull that is exactly bigger than his face. Yes. Someone who yeah. had a massive fucking head, <laughs> and he's wrapped that yeah. skull around his face. Yes. Lord of Bones, my nickname in college. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then back down south, um, Rob and Talisa. Yes. Who is the, uh, where's she from? Valantis. Valantis. The Valantisian. Yes. Valantian. Valantesian. Valantesian. Mm. Um, Valentine. Uh, sort of lordly type person who was the medic. Yeah. They're walking along by the river at the crag where Thingo's, um, they surrendered to him. Yeah. I guess that just happened off screen. Yeah. Yeah. So they're having a walk in the woods. Yep. Uh, having a bit of a chat about... Rob's past and like, yeah, oh, I'm meant to get married, but I don't know, I want to. Yeah. And uh, 
just sort of walking and bonding. Yes, bonding and reminding us that he is meant to marry someone else. Yep. And that people love Ned Stark, I think they bring up as well. Yeah, totally. They talk about fathers and Rob's like, you know, everyone secretly, like everyone acts out, but they all love their father. Right. And she's like, not everyone. No, they absolutely do not all the time. And mm. then is this the bit where she's also like, most kings wouldn't be afraid to look after that because he's like mm, my mm. dad used to tell me that he went to bed with fear and woke up with fear and I didn't believe him but oh my god I'm scared yes and he's saying about how much he's worried about the floor washers or whatever yes yeah, yeah this and is she's the, like yeah. most kings don't say that yeah so you seem okay to me and also you've got a bit of a jawline on yeah. you I think maybe something's a brewing here by the way I'm Charlie Chaplin's granddaughter <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah, I remember reading that um, when I first was watching the show. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of slapstick from her as well. <laughs> yeah, no, it was weird how she was spinning that cane the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that Hitler mustache. <laughs> uh, then some writers show up and they're like, hey, fucking Jamie's gotten out again. Yeah, for a second time. Uh, but And Rob's like, oh, did he just get out the normal way again by strangling someone? <laughs> Uh-uh. Yeah. So then Rob bursts into Catelyn's tent mm. and is like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Did you... Stimpy! <laughs> she, he, you, Mum, you are the dumbest cunt alive. <laughs> <laughs> He's mad with her because she has let... Like Littlefinger was saying to her the other week. Mm, yes. Let Jamie go and maybe you'll get your girls back. Yes. Which I don't understand how she thinks the logic of that works. Yeah, no, this is pretty... This I think it, you just have to assume this is all emotion from her. She's yeah. not really thinking it through. And she doesn't seem to be, because the second he starts explaining to her what she's just done, like you... Sorry, mansplaining to her what she's just done. <laughs> yes. Uh, he... She seems to realise, like, oh, whoops. Yeah, I've gone too far. The The consequences for this aren't just my son being pissed at me. It's like I've betrayed the quote-unquote king yeah. here. Like, And is it Karstark who's the other one who's standing with him? I think so, because he's the guy with the... Do- yeah, yeah, he's the... He's, his Beardy son, boy. His son was the one that was killed. But yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's furious, yeah. and Rob's like, okay, there's going to be fucking dissent in the ranks now. Yeah. Because look at... Like, everyone's pissed about this. You've fucked all of this, mum. And I, th- I think that he takes like a more aggressive tone and stance with her because of that he has to he wants to keep all the armies on side yeah. so he's he's yeah he's going hard because they were already pissed with her telling them not to kill Jane yes and now she's fucking let him go yeah that's crazy and uh he's like make sure she's guarded at all times send out more riders to go get Jamie yep give her some stern looks from time to time uh so she Jamie we go over to him he's been taken off with Brienne yes She's kind of um, sneaking him through down to King's Landing to do the transfer. So the idea is, I guess, Brienne will be with him. Yep. We'll say, hey, look, I've got Jamie here. Here's a knife to his throat. Give me the two girls. I'll fuck off. Yeah. You can have Jamie back. Which, when the moment she walks in and it's just one person with Jamie, hmm. she gets shot full of arrows and then Jamie's free. Exactly. Surely, right? Like a, a strong fighter, sure, but one. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's the dumbest plan. <laughs> it I really may, is. Because she, I don't know, maybe she'll like, be able to get in a back way through the mud gate or whatever. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I only get to go through the mud gate on birthdays and Christmas. <laughs> Very good. Christmas. <laughs> you know how people fuck weird on Christmas? Well, I guess it's a present, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're, they're wandering down, having some fun banter. <laughs> yes. Um, He's trying to get her to fight him, which he does with everyone, because he just knows that's his trump card. Like, exactly. He can he can beat anyone. And or with can like, he? He thinks he's the, like sneakiest manipulator by yeah. being like, oh, come on, be annoyed at me. Yeah. I know who your dad is. Yes. 
take off the handcuffs, go on. And she's like, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to fight you with a sword here. Yes. Why would I do that? Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, then he they have a bit of a chat and he gets into the boat. Real comfy looking. Yeah, yeah. And they have a lovely little <laughs> row down the river. Yeah, it looked beautiful. really nice. It did, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a little countryside row. I've started to appreciate that stuff in TV. I watched an episode of Mr. Bean yeah. yesterday yeah. and realized most of that show was him just like enjoying his day. Yeah, right. He yeah. goes out and has a lovely time. That's true. He does a lot of activities and yeah. a lot of, yeah. In the one day, he went and did a maths exam. Okay. He went to the beach for a swim. Wow. And then he went to church for a bit of a sing song. Cool. Had a drive around. It's a lovely day. It was a lovely lovely British day. Yeah, you're learning, you're swimming, and God is important. Work, rest, and play. (laughs) That's it. Mars. (laughs) But yeah, they're um, on the road. Yep. Down to uh, King's Landing, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. having a bit of a row. That's it. Uh, Tywin Lannister's still holding his council things at Harren Hall. Mm hmm. Kind of, I don't know why he bothers getting everyone else in the room because yeah. everything they say, he's like, "You dumbass!" <laughs> it really is every single time. Because uh, one of them, his uh, brother, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is Kevin. Yep, but Kevin with an A because it's yeah. a fantasy yes. world. Very good. Very good. He's like Kevin is a great sort of like ineffectual brother name as yeah, well. It is. Come on, Kevin. You've done it again. Kevin, you dumbass. We can't escape <laughs> or make Cersei and everyone escape from him. He wants them to all leave King's Landing and go hide at Casterly Rock. Where, where they'll, they'll set up a series of traps so they can't get in, like yeah. another famous Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Lannister. <laughs> and he's like, we can't do that, you dumbasses. If people see the king fleeing, then they're going to trend- They're gonna let Stannis walk right in. Yeah. We're going to be giving up the Iron Throne. And Arya's kind of like serving him drinks and listening pretty intently. Yes. Uh, and then he makes the plan. All right, we're going to march on Rob yep. overnight because mm-hmm. we need to fight that cunt. Yep. And we need to get him off of our doorstep. Yes. Deal with him. And then um, I don't know if they really have a plan during this bit for what they're going to do about... Um, King's Landing. Yeah, I don't think so. This is basically like, all right, while all this is going on, we still need to deal with Rob. Let's get him out of the way. Yeah. March overnight before he knows what's happening. Exactly. Take him by surprise and just go for it and hope we win. Yeah. So he leaves uh, the mountain behind. Yes. uh, And Arya. And Arya. And yeah, she's meant to serve the mountain now and the mountain's going to be there to keep. So like all of these people at Harrenhal do seem to be searching for this, the Brothers Without Banners. Yes. Yes. Brotherhood Without Banners. Yeah. Which we still don't really know what they are. No, we've not seen them. They've only been spoken about, which is cool. Like, this is yeah. what happened with Status. Like, they're building up this thing. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I, I assume we're going to find out who it is. I don't know how eventually. we're going to know them when, when they show up, because they don't have any banners. Well. It, Eric, be, not allowed. <laughs> it'll, be the, <laughs> it'll be the guys without banners, I guess. <laughs> Just anyone who's not holding a flag. <laughs> yeah. There's one of them. Yeah, get, get him. him. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Arya looks freaked out that they're going to march on Rob, obviously. Totally. And she goes looking for her hitman guy, Jacken. Yep. Uh, and yeah, he is in the corner, Jacken. <laughs> oh, wow. I forgot that bit. <laughs> <laughs> she finds those two real fucking weird looking dudes who yeah. are locked in a cage. Yes, cage boys. For some reason, they've been allowed to sit around and drink mead. I guess they they were Lannisters. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's well, why they were in the cage initially. They're Lannister men, I guess, yeah. yeah. And so they, they've got the creepiest looking mm. expressions on their faces mm. the whole time. Mm. And they're like, where's your stick so I can fuck you with it? Yeah. Oof. But um, she can't find Jack and Hagar. 
Goes asks Pie Boy. Yes. Hot Pie. Yes. <laughs> and Gendry, still hammering away. They don't know either. This yep. is just kind of her walking around and like reminding people watching of who the characters that are here are. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, but yeah, can't find him. Doesn't know what to do. Uh, still looking. Yep. So then back up in the north beyond the wall. Uh, what was that guy's name? What was his nickname? This other Half Hand. Half Hand. Because he has one hand. I guess so. Or half one hand. Half of one hand. Mate, he's missing... Like two fingers, I guess. He's got no legs. <laughs> Bluey. Yes, yes. So him and uh, John are having a little chat as they walk along in this procession. And uh, he's basically like, look, we're going to get through this if you just pay attention. Yeah. And do what you need to do. And yeah. Listen to me. And then he does the classic thing of if you're captured. I've learned that from every movie I've ever seen, if you and another person are captured mm-hmm. and you're still getting along pretend to have a fight. Yes. And then everyone comes over and they're like, oh, these people are having a fight. Let's drop our guard and yeah, watch. Totally. But and then you both like lean over and grab a sword out of their scabbards yeah. and start a big swashbuckling fight. It's got to be swashbuckling <laughs> as hell. Yes. But, but at this point... It doesn't go anywhere. No. He just pushes him over. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is a slow build, this, yeah. uh, this fight. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, but that happens. Yeah. Uh, it kind of... <laughs> like, I guess he's sowing seeds or anything, but at this point it looks like he's just shoved John for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I liked a lot. Yes. Uh, so then in King's Landing we get quite a long scene here between Bronn and Tyrion and later Varys. Mm. They're all trying to plan the defences of uh, King's Landing and Bronn's continuing to assert himself as a cool guy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he doesn't want to wear the cloak, but it's not because he's being a dick. He's like, the cloak makes you move slower. The gold is a dumbass colour if you want to be able to hide in a fight. Yep. I'm not doing it. Yep. Because uh, he's the head of the gold cloaks now. Yes. City Watch. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're having just a real character-defining back and forth. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is at some point Bronze like, what are all these fucking books? These you got, you're gonna throw books at him, like yeah, yeah, good shit. You're not gonna <laughs> learn anything out of a book. You got to learn it out of experience. And mm-hmm. Tyrion's like, no, books over experience. <laughs> yes. And then Varys comes in. They're having a uh, argument about how to pronounce Archmaster Chevalathan. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how he actually says it. I think that was it. Chevalathan. Hey, Chevalathan. They called him Chavy. Chav boy. Uh, yeah, it, it, they, they just kind of get to the point where they're like, we don't really know how to defend against Stannis. We yep. know where he's going to land, but fuck, man, we got nothing here. Yeah, yeah. We I'm, don't have enough men. We don't have enough food. Oh, yeah, because Thingo's rounded up all the thieves. Uh, Bronn has rounded up all the thieves and, like, killed them, it sounds like. Yeah, Because yeah. when there's a siege, the thieves, uh, they take all the food and become the richest people in the town. Yeah. Which, smart. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, okay. So this thing I'm reading, the recap here. Yes. I didn't realize this. Uh, Tyrion says that they have pig shit. Right. all they have. Bronn referred to wildfire as equivalent to the pig shit peddled by battlefield wizards they've met at the Pyromance. So he, when he says pig shit, I guess that's a callback to the wildfire. Right. Okay. That is locked up under the thing. Right. I did not understand. I thought he just meant like jack shit. Yeah, right. Shit all. Yes. Okay. But I guess that's what the pig shit is. Yeah. Ha. Huh. All right. Cool. Good writing. <laughs> <laughs> Back up north, uh, they're digging some toilets. Yes. 
the uh, the other night's watch people. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And classic uh, army move. Yeah, just the 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 young recruits digging latrines. Go dig up them latrines, boys. Mm. Get us some shit trenches, please. <laughs> that's it. I'm not shitting at ground level. <laughs> no, I need to shit slightly below it. Yeah, which makes sense because yeah, in like olden days battles, even like the American Civil War and shit. Yeah, most people died. I think from. Um, Oh, dysentery. Dysentery and yes. stuff like that. Things that you would get by such filthy conditions. Yep. So, keep them clean. Keep them... Keep them... Keen. <laughs> uh, they're having a dig around and one of them hits something. Oh, fuck. That's right. That's what this scene is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's like a weird rock with a pattern on it. <laughs> yes. And so, they open it up. It's like covering up a little bundle and it's got all these shards of like black black glassy yeah. arrows and a knife, I think, in there. Mm. And they're like, oh, this must have been buried here by the first men and they must have buried it here because they wanted us to find it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking how did you come to that conclusion? Yeah. And why would they have buried it here under the heaps and heaps of shit? <laughs> yes. To like this, they'll find it here. Don't yeah. worry, they'll definitely dig a toilet right here. Yes, these exact guys. It's I guess the reason is the characters in this story. <laughs> that's why they. That's why they found it. Sure. That's why it's buried there. So this says that Ed sarcastically notes that they would have wanted someone to find it. Right. I guess implying that they didn't want anybody to find it. But if you don't want anyone to find it, why'd you leave a marking on your rock? Yes. As well. Yep. So. A lot of logical holes in this. Uh, or oh, some questions being posed. Okay, questions. That maybe we'll have answered one day. Maybe in seven years. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... But yeah, Sam uses his damn book learning again. Oh. And, uh, yeah. And Sam's teeth, not yeah. looking good. Yeah. They're yeah. looking black and wrecked. <laughs> yes. Good. <laughs> Fuck Sam. So, uh, back over at Harren Hall, Arya's carrying some pails around, doing her Arya jobs. Yep. And uh, she finds Jacken. Finally. And she's like, all right, Tywin, uh, Tywin, kill Tywin right now because he's going to kill my brother. You need to kill him right down. Jacken's like, it's not how it works. Which I hated. I hated yeah. this. It's so, like, it's just convenient. Like, it's just him being like, mm, the plot d- dictates that I don't do this. But I, I I took it more as, like, him being cagey about the fact that, like, I can't. Right, okay. <laughs> him being like, I won't be able to do that one because I don't, I'm don't. i not going to be able to catch up to him. And, like, right. he's just trying to seem competent. So I took it less okay. as, like, all magical forces are stopping me and more as, like, I can't run that fast to okay. catch up with him. I took it the magic way, but maybe he was doing that on purpose. Yeah, if, I don't know. It seemed like... Because he's pretty capable, but he's mm. restricted by movement. I guess, yeah, I guess. I think that from this early stage, I assume that he is some kind of magical assassin thing. I guess he does seem pretty magic. Yeah. But at the same time, I, like, I don't, it just came across to me as him being like, uh, I would if I could, but yeah, I can't. Yeah, okay. okay, Because then the bit that happens afterwards, she's like, okay, then yourself, kill yourself. Yeah. And he's like, oh, name someone else. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like he would have gone, all right, Tywin. Right. If he could have. If he then. could have. Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. So instead, she makes a deal with him to, like, hey, get me and uh, my friends out of here and I won't make you kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's he- like, well, that kind of wasn't really the deal we struck. It was about killing people, but okay. He's like a girl has no honor. She's like, yeah, but I got, a, I got, a, I got you under my thumb. Yes, and I'm gonna. She just shrugs. Yeah, she's, she's like, like nah. 
Who cares about honor? I need to do this, uh, so whatever. Which good for her. Yeah. The one fucking Stark who's learned that honor gets you killed. Totally, totally. Actually um, pragmatic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Tyrion and Cersei are having a bit of dinner together. Yes. And uh, boy, it gets tense. <laughs> it really does. Uh, Cersei is uh, talking about they're both talking about Joffrey and they're both still having the same sort of thing of like oh Joffrey I don't know yep. if he's the best guy yep. but Tyrion's like look if we want to win this morale needs to be high you know what makes soldiers morales high seeing their king fighting yep. with him that's it she's like honkery donkery <laughs> you want my boy to go out there and fight he's a little pussy boy yeah he can't he can't fight he's never going to be able to do it and he's like Tyrion's like I don't give a shit yeah he's got to be out there yep so she with un- like understandably decides like okay you're plotting to have him killed basically yes yeah you're a little shit yeah I hate you <laughs> I hate you so much that I have um so okay I forgot about this bit Cersei asks him if he knows why Varys is so dangerous and Cersei says it's because he has no dick <laughs> yeah. she's like Tyrion you're thinking with your dick and that's and when she started saying this I was like how does putting Joffrey at the wall mean he wants to fuck anything mm. then she's like you're making mistakes with your dick i've found your whore yeah yeah and Tyrion like tries to maintain composure but it, it cannot no no and uh they have a bit of an argument about this they end up bringing her out and it's roz yes i forgot <laughs> that it was roz yeah i thought it was shay yeah no no fooled me roz is there and for whatever reason seems to be playing along yeah. I don't really understand how this misunderstood... Because Tyrion didn't seem to know that it was her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who was absolutely. Come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not really sure how she's gotten mixed up in this. Because she was Tyrion's whore. Ages ago. But yeah, yeah. But still, like... And I guess if she'd heard whispers that... But then how did she hear these whispers that Tyrion had like brought someone here and was staying with him and then get it so wrong? Well... And what motivation does Roz have to not be like, you've got the wrong person? I think that it is just like Tyrion like hoarded up with her in Winterfell, where Cersei was as well. And then she came to King's Landing. So she's just like connected the dots incorrectly. But so then why when these people come and beat up Roz and are like, Tyrion loves you, maybe she she not like incorrect? I don't know. I I, I think I assume that she's like... Again, no one's like saying that. They're just like she's well, like when they go over and Tyrion is like, "I will come and help you." Yeah, don't forget about this. You're going to be fine. Yeah, she seems to kind of go like, "Don't forget about me." Like she seems to be, I don't know, playing along. A I bit. think I think it's just that they knew know each other and and there's like a, that one level of like they're not in love, but they were together and he does know her, and so she Maybe. assumes that that's all the connection. That is required for someone to leverage her. I guess she's already Tyrion. had her fucking run-ins with this family as well, with yeah. Joffrey and shit. Like she knows that, hey, maybe it's best to keep my head down. Yeah, for a bit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe because I don't know. Like she's not gonna go. Doesn't seem like the kind of person who would be like, no, it was it's Shay. It's not me. I know what's going on. Don't beat me anymore. Like, yeah, I think she wouldn't want to throw someone under the bus like that. No, true. Um, um, yeah. Apparently the person, the guard who brings her in is called Sir Mandon Moore. Yeah, yeah. Old Mandy Moore now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, very good. Um, uh, so yeah, they, they take her away and then uh, Tyrion has a big speech to Cersei about like, one day you're going to feel happy 
and then it's going to turn to ashes in your mouth. And mm. It's going to be because I fucked you over. Yes. Because I hate you. Yep. We have a dysfunctional family here, <laughs> and it is going to be a bad time for both of us. Yes. So, yep. Yeah. That happens. Cersei thinks she's got one over on him, but then he runs upstairs. It's like, Shay, oh, God, I thought I'd lost you, but I haven't. Mm-hmm. And, hey, I love you, and jeez. <laughs> hey, oh, I love boy. you, kid. <laughs> hey, kid, you keep doing you, kid. <laughs> uh, and they have a sort of a, a reaffirming, little, yeah, like, little moment. okay, we're both, we're both into this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so then over at uh, the uh, Rob Stark camp, yes. him and Roose Bolton are having a bit of a chat about, you know, tactics and whatever yep Roos's bastard son is going to be at Winterfell soon mm-hmm. but like they can't hold it forever so what are we going to do Theon might harm Brandon and Rick on, yep. uh, blah 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 yep yep this is all a bit fucked mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rob is like tell any Ironborn that yeah they're all free to go as long as they you know stop what they're doing and give up Theon and except for Theon, yeah. who we're going to kill. Yeah, that yes. man is going to die. Yep. And, and Bruce is like, good, finally. Mm, yeah. A little bit of flying. Little, yeah, exactly. You're flying along, finally. Yes. Finally, you're flying the Game of Thrones. Get played, get paid. If When you flay the Game of Thrones, <laughs> you flay or you you flay. win or you die. You flay. <laughs> I love to flay. Yes. Tell you my favorite type of dessert. Yeah. Souffle. Very good. Tell you my favorite... Uh, rapper, mm-hmm. Flavor Flav. Okay. I'll tell you my favorite <laughs> word, Flay. I'm going to do another one. Okay. <clears throat> His name will be Theon Flayjoy. No. <laughs> Not that good one. I can't think of one more English word that has flay in it. Flavor, souffle. That's not even oh, English. I'll tell you my favorite chocolate bar, Cabri Flake. Okay, good. Fucking hell. <laughs> Edit out the... <laughs> I'm adding in more silence. Fuck. <laughs> uh, anyway, they're, they're having a chat and then Talisa walks in yep. to the tent. I, again, I've noticed about this show... Mm. Sometimes the women in this show wear clothing that has the little uh, tie-up bits around the chest. Yes. And it is the, I can drop this off of my shoulders when the story calls oh, for that type of dress. Yeah, okay. In every yeah. scene where there's been, there's been that move done a number of times yeah. where they'll drop the drop the thing down and it'll <laughs> yeah. cut to a shot of behind them to show their butt. Right. And then it'll go back in front to show their boobs. Yeah, okay. And that plays out here. Yep, yep. <laughs> They, it does take a long time to get Rob's leather off, though. <laughs> yes. You can't exactly tear leather off of a person. No. I mean, I could, because I'm strong as fuck. Okay. Interesting. Anyway, they walk in. They, they flay the leather off him, <laughs> you could say. You could say. Hewitt. Very good. Uh, there's <laughs> a conversation between them of, like, a story about her brother. Yeah, I think I zoned out at this point, to be S- honest. So they were swimming... She was brought up in a place with slaves. The brother nearly drowned. One of the slaves revived him. And then she's like, I swore then that I was going to leave Volantis when I could and that I would never live in a slave city again. Right. And like one other thing. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> okay. Like live every day to the fullest or whatever. All right. And they have a chat. They're, um, you know, getting along or they're revealing stuff about themselves. They're getting closer. Yes. Not maybe getting along. But they both decide like, all right, fuck time. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to marry the the Frey girl. Yeah, I just don't want to. I don't want to do it. You know why? 
because we're in love. And, and then they fuck. Yes, they do. <laughs> she leaves her boots on, which is hot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. And uh, she <laughs> spins her cane around faster and faster <laughs> as it goes on. <laughs> Very good. So then uh, Ari and whatever are leaving Harren Hall. Yep. Thingo's told them to meet them at midnight. Midnight, yeah. Or to gate. be at the gate at midnight and just walk past the guards. yeah. And they're looking at these guards standing on the wall and they're like, should we fucking do this? I don't know. Mm. And I was like, we got to trust him. They walk out and then a really cool thing where all those guards who look like they were standing up are actually like speared to the wall. Yes. I love that. Yeah, that was great. That was very cool. And it does make Jack and seem pretty magic. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you can spear a person. I guess so. You just got to run around real quickly and spear everyone yeah. before anyone notices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're, they're out. Mm. They're leaving. They're on the road. On the road again. Uh, Stannis and whatever are on the sea. Yes. Uh, sailing up to King's Landing. And Stannis and Davos have a real nice talk. Mm-hmm. Stannis is like, you know why? You know lots of people think you're a piece of shit, right? Yeah, you're a dumb, foolish idiot. And Davos is like, eh, people say what they're going to say. I, I always spreading rumors. Rumors fuck rumors. Yeah. Like a teenage girl. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, they're um, having this talk with Davos is like, you... You're all right. Mm-hmm. When we were fucking at that dumb siege and I hate my brothers. Yes. And we had to eat a cat. Yes. You brought, you brought us onions. onions. Yeah. You're my, you're my hand. <laughs> <laughs> you're my boy. And uh, they have a real nice time with that. Yep. I, I thought it was kind of sweet, as it's, sweet as Stannis can be. Totally. Yes, sure. And it, I think it just further emphasizes that Davos is a really good dude. Yeah. He's he's both humble but also like an, an honorable but is a risk taker and, resourceful. and just, yeah, resourceful does what does what needs to be done. Yeah, yeah. He's he's trustworthy. He's reliable. Yes. Uh, another one of these scenes where it's like a lot of exposition about stuff that's happened before yep. the show started yep. and kind of sets up the world nicely. This one was a little bit more like it felt like them reading a summary of the previous events. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yep. still nice to get a little bit of. Uh, Feeling like the world has been lived in. Yes, true. Yeah, uh, and because when somebody, it's when it sounds like somebody's reading a summary, it's just a bit boring. <laughs> King Joffrey Baratheon marches up the walls of his capital, berating his master of whisperers, Lord Varys. <laughs> you know what's worse than someone reading a summary? Someone reading a summary poorly. <laughs> I wasn't reading. I was just saying that. Uh, but yeah, they're back at King's Landing. Joffrey's being a, a uppity little dick. Yeah, he's just wandering around the, the the walls, like thinking he's just the best, and he's he's gonna fucking kill everyone. His stance that he's developed with his little sword, <laughs> yes. where he's holding that the whole time. Yeah, like okay, mate. Yeah, what are you gonna do with that, huh? Yeah, Ugh. But uh, yeah, he's just being a bit of a douche, talking about like ah, we'll we'll get Stannis. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, and then, Tyr- yeah, Tyrion is like. All right, little shithead. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Joffrey's like, I hear that Stannis never smiles, but when I, when I get to him, I'll give him a big red smile from ear to ear. Yeah. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you strange. <laughs> he would be so into the Joker yep. if he was in modern day. Totally. He would be oh, just a creepy little cunt. <laughs> uh, so Tyrion and um, Varys have a little chat to each other. They kind of get each other. Yes. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Looking at the sea, talking about Daenerys being over the other side of the world, and they're like, well, we'll deal with that when we get to it. Yep. Um, 
but yeah, they both kind of admit to each other that they play this game and they quite enjoy it. Yes, yes. Which, uh, yeah, is evident in their actions, I suppose. Anyway, they've mentioned the Queen and we go over to uh, the Queen. The, um, <laughs> the, the Khaleesi. The Khaleesi. The Khaleesi. The Khaleesi. And Jorah, again, really giving off the vibe of like a, a, a teacher who's a bit too into a student. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Often the drama teacher at any given school. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know, man. He's just, I like him. Uh, but come on, man. Yeah, yeah. She's given. She's been pretty clear with you, and he's still given her these looks. It's. I. Th- I think it's what makes him an interesting character. Like, sure. not entirely likable. You know. No, but, he isn't. But... Like, honourable but horny. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Is... Um, who among us isn't? <laughs> <laughs> the two H's. But she's like, I'm gonna go get my dragons. I'm gonna go get them from Xbox One X. I'm gonna go get them. Yep. Bring them back. And he's like. Don't be a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they want you he to do. Literally, that magic <laughs> dude told you to go there. There yep. were 50 of them, remember? Mm. You're looking good today. <laughs> and <laughs> he's, he's like, they're magic. You can't. And she's like, I've got my own magic. Don't you remember I walked out of the flames with no clothes on? He was like, I will never forget that. Yeah, he's like, oh, <laughs> I'm like I'm remember. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, How's that going to fucking hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the same time. Yeah. Like, sure. Okay. If they try to burn you, you won't die. Yeah. What if they, can you dodge an arrow? Mm. Will that be able to, but anyway, it's. She's like, if, if maybe it's a flaming arrow. I don't know yet. <laughs> and he does tell her something that I've been thinking as well. He's like, you, I know you call yourself the mother of dragons, but that's sort of crazy of you. <laughs> yeah. Like you realize that's a metaphor, don't you? Yeah. It's just like your Carlisi as well. There's a long title we give you. And yeah. It's yeah. not really, you didn't give birth to the, you just were near the eggs when they hatched. <laughs> yeah. You were just nearby. You're kind of acting a bit weird here. Yeah. Maybe leave them be mm-hmm. and we'll go and hide. Mm-hmm. She's like, why don't you go hide? He's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll come with you. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing later? <laughs> How do you, yeah, no, I, I maybe you I could try this... burning your clothes off again. Do you want to listen? <laughs> listen to this song that I, I I like. Do you like this song? You don't like it? No, I don't like it either. <laughs> I, I don't think it's very good either. No, I'm not really into it. <laughs> uh, anyway, back over at Winterfell. Speaking of burning bodies, yeah, the those charred corpses of the two kids are hanging up over the gates. Yep. And uh, Office Boy is telling Theon, like, leave them up forever. Yeah. Get people to give them the message. And Theon's like, fucking, uh, oh, uh, if people is... don't understand yeah. what these burnt bodies mean by now, they're not going to understand yep. it. Yep, fair. Fair call. And uh, they're just sort of having a chat. And Paul Kelly, Maester Paul Kelly, walks past mm-hmm. and sees Osha doing the most comical, like, fucking little rascals <laughs> peek behind a corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With her bread. Yeah. And then dips back out. Yep. <laughs> a little sooty face. <laughs> yeah. So he, he goes after her and uh, it turns out she's down in the crypt, I think it was. Yep. With Hodor and Bran and Rickon, who are still alive. They're there. Hooray. They're there. So, uh, yeah, we find that he's killed the farmer's boys, uh, Theon. Yes. Burnt them to make it look like he's killed Bran and Rickon. Which, like, to... What? Why? There's nothing good has come of yeah. it. Like, so just to make himself seem tough. Right. Like, if he thought he was King Ultimate Warlord, yeah. then burning bodies and stringing them up, who gives a shit because no one can touch you? But yeah. he doesn't realise he's dumb little weasel. And, and the consequences of even faking it are like, oh, cool, you're never going to be redeemed, yeah. ever. Yeah. This, you've, gone, you've gone too far. You're an absolute idiot. Yeah, you fucking suck. And they're like, let's not tell the kids about these other kids being burned. We don't need them... 
to know about this. But Bran is sitting there, fully awake. Just completely awake. Taking the whole thing in. Yeah. And he's going to probably have to deal with that. At some point, but not now, because that episode has concluded. That is the conclusion. A good conclusion. Yeah. Uh, Like... Some nice little dialogue-y bits between characters again. Yeah, yep. I really liked Theon and uh, uh, Yara? Yara at yes. the start. Yeah, great. Yara talking to me. <laughs> okay. I uh, don't mind that. I don't mind it at all. The Cersei Tyrion stuff was like, okay, these people are going to kill each other or yeah. try to. Yes. Or um, die trying. Or both, yeah, both stab each other at the same time, one of those <laughs> yeah. things. I like the bit between Davos and uh, Stannis. Yeah, yep. So I, I really like those scenes. I think it's interesting, though, that the, the actor who plays Stannis yep. uh, doesn't, he said in interviews, he doesn't understand what he's saying. It's real funny. It's like, like <laughs> he's. It's almost like a non-English speaking actor was doing it by, by, by what? What is it? Phonetics. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He's just saying the words. He's doing a pretty good job. He's doing a damn good job. That's what made me think of that. He was good in that scene, and 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 the 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 chemistry between Davos and Stannis is great. Yeah, yeah. It's, that seems crazy to me, though. Like I can't. I, I don't understand how he could not have figured out what. His lines mean yes, like probably the bit where they're like, "Okay, now you fuck this woman, and then a, she gives birth to a ghost, <laughs> a shadow ghost." Sure, he's probably like, "Why?" He's probably like, "What? What's the underlying metaphor here? Like, what is the Shakespearean subtext?" Yeah, shadow ghost. Uh, no, but like, why? Why emotionally? Oh, because you're horny for shadow ghost. But why does it happen? <sighs> Okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> All right. Stannis the Manis, people are going to call you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I agree. He's a uh, good... D- I mean, I guess he's an actor. Yeah, and a good one. He's not yeah. one of those ones that stands out as being bad. No. Yeah, I would say so far it's only really Kit Harrington for me is just... Uh, and Sam Samwise Gamgee. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but the North of the Wall stuff, I'm interested in seeing Mance Raider. Yes. I don't like the Lord of Bones. <laughs> But in a way that I really do like. Yeah, yeah. It's it, fucking dumb. It was funny. Like, it was just silly. I'm, I think that there's probably enough. Uh, and I might of, be misremembering this, but I'm pretty sure they go, hey, Lord of Bones. And yeah. then he turns around and he's covered in bones. And they all clinkle, crinkle a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's meant to be funny. I, oh. I think it probably is meant to be funny. Well, it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to start fucking dressing up in bones. <laughs> What's up? I'm the Lord of Bones. That's why I've got, like, 50 bones. <laughs> Even if he was a wrestler, it'd be a shit wrestler. <laughs> it'd be the worst wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But at the same time, the best wrestler. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, good episode, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. I like... Um, I, I buy the Rob and Talisa stuff as well. Same. I, it, it, yeah. They... I can understand what it is about each other that is attracting them to each other so much. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, yeah, like, he... he he clearly hated making that deal at the time, but was like, had in his head, like, I'm going to be the best. I'm a great man. Yeah. This is the right thing to do. I'm making this deal. Totally. And if he's going to be a king, he wants to go out and make his own decisions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But part of a king is being loyal to your word. That's it. So take care of, of those little little people you were talking about. Bit of a conflict going to happen there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that is the non-spoilery part of... No, we've got more. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so we've got an email. We've got an email from Drew, and it's uh, it's longish, but... A raven has come in. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> w- hark! 
Uh, hark, Drew. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Drew is a first-time watcher of the show. He's right. been watching along with us and listening to the podcast. And he emailed in, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, so um, sorry if any of this is out of date. Um, he says, hey, Ben and Adam, this podcast is awesome. I'm going to read the typos. No, I better not. Just wanted to write in and give you my thoughts as a first-timer for watching Game of Thrones. Uh, his first point. The complexity of this show is insanely complicated, but fulfilling if you follow along with the official uh, Game of Thrones guide. I guess there's a guide. Wow. Um, I think the root to this complexity is that there are so many character names and places that I need to remember yep. to understand who the fuck you're talking about when you reference Paul Kelly and not his character's name. Oh, good point. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> Especially if you don't know don't, what Paul Kelly looks like. Yes, yeah. I hope by season five, the roster of the pivotal characters will be whittled down from 30 to at most 15. Ah. No comment. (laughs) (laughs) Also, second point. One thing I'm surprised about is how slow the pace of most episodes are. Uh, I mean, dicks hit the fan like with Ned near the end. Shit hit the fan, perhaps, like with Ned near the end of season one. But besides that, not much has happened besides the killing of 50% of the gay population of Westeros. I don't know what that means. And don't get me. When did that happen? Did someone get killed? Maybe. Oh, I guess Renly. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, that's so a good So far, point. they do they're, seem to be the only... Yeah, they're okay. only two gay characters. Yeah. Good observation. Uh, and don't get me started with the current, quote, war. I looked back and it was episode eight from last season when Rob gathered his bannermen. Almost a season has passed and all we've seen is the aftermath of a few battles after they fade to black. True. I, yeah. I will say, I don't think this is a spoiler, the budget of this show noticeably increases from season to season. Yes. Yes, it does. With the popularity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these huge armies have been barely moving, have, yeah, have barely begun moving towards King Landing. King's Landing. Rob is fighting... Kinglandia. <laughs> yes. I am from Kinglandia. It's like Portlandia. Um, Rob Ark! Is- <laughs> I hail from Kinglandia. You there, boy. It's surprising that it isn't just called that as well. Yeah. Based on his naming schemas. Um, Rob is fighting Tywin's forces, but Renly had no excuse to not invade King's Landing a long time ago. Also, each battle we've seen so far has begun with some fucking slapstick comedy. Tyrion got knocked in the head with a hammer straight away, straight from Looney Tunes, and that Lannister soldier farted (laughs) before the wolf got him. So memorable action sequences have been lacking. Yep. I'd agree with that. We've seen like the sword fight in the street between Ned and uh, Jamie and them. Yep. Uh, the other was, in the riot in King's Landing. Yeah, there was the bit with um the um crow guy. What are they actually called? Night's, Night's Watchman, Watch. who was taking Arya up north, and they had a fight. Yes, when those guys ca- the, when the Lannisters came to yes. get them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, not not much for for how many battles have happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Stannis is at the gates of King's Landing, though. Yeah. So you would have to assume that something's going to happen. Yeah, there's a lot of ships. I, look, this is a spoiler, but I'm going to tell you. Uh, Davos does a big burp, and then <laughs> it fades to black, and <laughs> Joffrey wakes up like, Whoa, my head! Yes, yeah. They breathed onion breath on us. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair call. <laughs> Tyrion wakes up, he's been knocked out again, and his eyes are crossed, and he goes... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is a spoiler. <laughs> um, I hope the status quo stange- changes by the end of the season. I'm ty- tired of this war. I don't know if there's a huge battle coming up soon that I'm not aware of, but I'm expecting some kind of citywide attack. Either the dragons need to grow faster than American debt, or that shadow fetus demon needs to kill Joffrey. 
Okay. How much time has passed since Ned's death? It feels like it's been at least a month. But why was Renly just waiting for so long? They said he had a hundred thousand men at his command. He didn't march for all that time. Is that going to be explained? Well, it sort of has been. Like he, yeah. there's a lot of other armies, and you want to like if he could have made up with Stannis, they yeah. To try. There's yeah. a lot of distance between these places too. Yeah. So marching on somewhere isn't trivial. Yes. And even if you have a hundred thousand men, if you show up at King's Landing with that, it's got big ass walls. Yeah. You're in for a long siege. Mm. You want to be sure, like, okay, now's the time to pull the trigger. Yeah. And then I think Renly and Rob were thinking of kind of joining forces too. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, it's for political reasons, basically. Mm. Stannis is the only one who's like, nah, fuck off. Yes. Nope. Yeah. Fuck you, Renly. I'm going down there on my ships now. Fuck off. Fuck political no, fuck correctness. You. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tywin. And then I guess Tywin is also marching up on Rob now. Yeah, he is. But yeah, so I think Drew sent this a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. maybe a couple of those have been answered. Uh, his favorite characters are Tywin and Arya. Yep. His most hated is Meryn Trant. Which he is, is a piece of shit. Yeah. He says, I hope that Kingsguard gets a wolf to each extremity. Love the podcast, thanks. So thank you, Drew. Yep. Really interesting points. Yep, definitely. And like, yeah, that thing of uh, the pacing of the show is weird because it's been a lot more than a month that has passed. I think it yeah. would have been months, yep. maybe more than a year or so. Like, it's a long time, but it's that sort of medieval long time mm-hmm. where heaps of shit doesn't really happen for ages. <laughs> yes, sure, yeah. Because you're just walking somewhere far away or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's a big thing of why stuff seems to move sluggishly with the political things. It's just because it takes forever yeah, to get places. But then also I do like the way the show deals with it where it has the little interesting flashes of moments and then it lets lots of time pass when it needs to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that. So, yeah, that is that is the end of our non-spoiler section of cool. the show. Are you talking to me, Pod? Yes. At gmail.com yep. is the email if you want to send in some as well. Yes, send all your stuff there. Don't uh, Just in case you spoil, pe- spoil people, don't do it on the on the socials. Yeah. Uh, even tweeting and stuff, people can see it. So, yeah. And we might be in a situation where we're pre-recording a couple of these. Well, we definitely will be. Yes. <laughs> yes. So send them in this week. Yeah, yes. So that we'll have a few that we can do on those ones. That's it, yeah. And, yep. Yeah, good point. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the non-spoiler bit. So if you're watching for the first time, we will see you next week. Otherwise, stick around for the spoiler-filled sealed section, which is beginning now. now. Khaleesi, <laughs> I've got some spoilers in the corner here. I don't know if you want to come and look at them or no, no, that's okay. You can no another time. I was going to look at them anyway. <laughs> no, I was just going to look at them myself anyway. So it doesn't really bother me if you're here. Sorry, cuck. It's such a little creepy boy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, spoiler stuff. Yes. What did we notice? Uh, nothing. Robin Talisa is obviously <laughs> yeah. They're making some dumb decisions there, and, and it seems to be because they're uh, puppy, puppy yeah. love type like, thing. Like, dumb is the right word. Like, mm. sure, you get swept up in the infatuation thing, but you're potentially fucking a massive thing up here. A yeah. ma- like, people's lives are at risk. All of them a bit like these. I mean, I guess it's because Ned was always the one in power and always kind of did it himself. Probably didn't teach everyone enough, mm. necessarily, because... Rob doesn't quite know how to deal with being responsible. Yeah, yeah. Catelyn doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. I guess, like, her, she doesn't have the detachment needed to lead yep. from her kids. Yep. Which is what led her to take Jamie out. Totally. But also, uh, I feel like she... There's no reason for her to not act that way. You know? Like, she's just being a normal person. Sure. 
Well, but that's the thing. She's a normal person in a role that normal people aren't suited for. Yeah, you yeah. need to be a bit of a psychopath. Yes, sure. Um, Which, like, Rob shows a bit of by treating her like. Like a criminal, yeah. which is is correctly, in my opinion, the only way to keep everyone on side. Yeah, apart from her, obviously. totally. He absolutely needed to do that, and yeah. she'd forgive him, whatever. Yes, yeah. Um, but then he completely fucks it by yeah. b- breaking his oath. I'd forgotten how much of Jack and we got here, right? And I think the thing of me finding it fine that he was like, "No, I can't kill him," is because we'd later know that, like, oh, they're just physical assassins, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, d- I certainly thought uh, at that point, at this point, that he was more of some kind of mystical, you know, enchanted spirit thing. Sure. I don't know why. I don't know if that is in the text of the show or I just perceived it that way. I mean, they have that big hole of all the weird faces, so there's something going on. There's something going on. There's something going on. And I've certainly found him, yeah, kind of mystical at this point. Uh, I liked Varys and Tyrion talking together on the wall about Daenerys being like, I don't know what's going to happen there. Like, yeah. you're both going to work for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was good. Um, Ramsey Bolton again. I honestly, watching this the, the first time, didn't pick up on any of this shit. I no. didn't. I didn't realize anyone was going there. I must have just been not just not focused on it. I I didn't really understand who Roose Bolton was. Yeah, right. And sure. The thing of his bastard, like it's subtle. Yes, it is. It is under underplayed, which is nice. But it also makes complete sense with everything we've seen so far. Like totally. if you're paying attention, then you're like, yeah, it just it absolutely makes sense. Totally. Uh, what else do we have? There was one other thing I feel like. Jamie and Brienne starting to get to know each other there. Yes, yes. Uh... North of the Wall, like Dragonglass. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty big one. Yep. Um, yeah. It, which I, I don't know, like, I mean, it comes back and it's important. And they're mining it now, right? Like yes. Like at Dragonstone. Yes. So I guess it's going to become more important. There'll be like a dragonglass spear that they kill the zombie dragon with. Sure, I sure. Guess. Yeah. Or they won't. You know, like it'll be like, oh, actually it doesn't work now because they're more powerful or something. <laughs> yeah, shit. who knows? Um, but I guess at least it's not a deus ex machina. Like they've seeded it in the second season. Totally. It's going to come back again and it has come back. And the Valyrian steel stuff has also been dropped in pretty early. Yep. So it's, it is like literally a machine that's going to come in and save the day, you know, but like. Yeah. I guess it has to. <laughs> uh, Tyrion saying here, I remember when I watched, I guess, the fourth season when Joffrey dies for yeah. the first time. I was like, Cersei was pretty quick to jump to the conclusion that it was Tyrion. What a dick. Right. Tyrion saying here, I'm going to make the, your joy turn to ashes in your mouth. I'm going to fuck you over and make you unhappy. In a scene where he's also sort of saying, like, I'm going to put your son, kill your son in front of an army. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, she already yeah. thinks for valid reasons that he's plotting to kill Joffrey. Yeah. She and he has sworn to her that he'll get his revenge. Yeah. Totally makes sense. In a scene, yeah, where she like I think I guess incorrectly, I don't know, like if if the if Tyrion is is literally trying to get Joffrey killed, or if he is just using it as a way to lift morale. I think he's right about that, and I think he just doesn't give a shit if Joffrey does die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably best for the world if he does. Yeah. And yeah, I think he's just not really concerned about it. Yeah, so for a scene in which that happens and then she incorrectly potentially accuses him of plotting to murder Joffrey mm. <laughs> and then he goes I am going to murder him someday <laughs> yeah. it's kind of yeah that you can see how that's yeah yeah cuz i don't think he is literally trying to kill him because he's like he'll be surrounded by the king's guard he'll be fine yeah 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 and he does make it through but yeah and Cersei perceives that as yeah as as a threat which like that's fair you know <laughs> like yep. yeah 
And the, the number of times she's just been like, all I give a fuck about is my kids. Yeah. Fuck everyone and everything else. Like, yep. yeah, probably the wrong, the wrong angle to take with her. Yes. Uh, but that's really all I noticed for this one. Yeah. Arya becoming a little more Arya-ish, and you can see what Jacken sees in her to be like, maybe I'll train this girl up. Totally. She is sharp. Yeah, well, the thing of, of the honour the honor thing. Yeah. Of like, I, I think, because that's what they are all about is just like, you just do it. You do what you have to do. You don't question, like, having a, following a, some kind of code rather than a code of honour. Like, yeah. there's some weird distinction there that I think he's like, oh, this could work for us. Yeah. Uh, the Brotherhood without banners keep getting mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I reckon the first time I watched this, when they show up, I'm still not sure what's going on. 100%. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't remember them the second time they showed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't remember any of that shit about his burning blade or him dying or any of that. The fact that he is the guy who Ned sent out initially yep. and like was a Stark totally. banner man. Because well, it's a different actor at that point, I think, as well, the first time. Right. That... That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, yeah. That bit I'd never picked up on until. Uh, yeah, and because they come back right at yeah. the end, yeah, like, or at least you know in season seven they're part of the fucking little Ocean's Eleven. Totally, it's ridiculous. So yeah, you got to um, be fucking paying attention with this show. But I, I also think that that's more book stuff. That those guys, yes. I, I'm sure that book people are like, I know exactly who they are, and I'm really excited that they're back in the story. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. And they seem to play, or those two specifically, a big role during the rebellion. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, cool. Let's uh, save some of those emails for uh, future episodes. Yep. Um, but yeah, I reckon that brings us to the end of uh, of this episode of Aria talking to me. Y- yes, we were talking to you. <laughs> yeah. We should have saved that for the last episode. <laughs> and in the end, we were talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm happy to have burnt that already. <laughs> uh, see you next episode. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.